0: Welcome to the sixth edition of our five minutes with UBP Global Fixed Income podcast. My name is Bernard McGrath, Senior Investment Specialist for UBP's Global and Absolute Return Fixed Income range, and with me again today to discuss markets is Mo Kazmi, Portfolio Manager and Macro Strategist. So, Mo, for those following our monthly podcast, could you give us a brief update on the team's positioning? Hi, Bernard.
1: So we're cautious on interest rates, especially at these current levels, seeing room for rates to move higher in anticipation of a more hawkish Fed during the remainder of the year. What we think is actually as the tapering decision gets closer, investors will turn their attention to the rate hiking cycle. And so the front end of the curve could underperform in this environment. On the credit side, we remain positive taking comfort from improving fundamentals and impressive corporate earnings that continue to be released across sectors, which confirms the strength in activity that we're already clearly seeing at the macro level as economies continue to reopen. We still have a preference for the higher beta segments of the market as well, seeing room for credit compression to take place, and so high yield and subordinated financial debt are areas that we continue to find attractive.
0: Thanks, Mel. And as we look ahead to the second half of the year, what will be the main focus from a policy perspective? So, central
1: banks are clearly in focus, with the Fed in particular set to provide its tapering announcement before year end. The Fed's looking at the data and the labour market in particular, where by the September meeting, we think the Fed would have enough evidence in terms of another two strong jobs reports to determine that substantial further progress has been made to allow for the tapering. Although some of the labour market improvement has been slower than initially expected, we do think this will pick up as the enhanced unemployment benefits expire and more individuals are vaccinated. That will bring more people back into the labour force. At the ECB, although they may follow the Fed down the tapering route in terms of pet purchases, Following their own recent strategy review, we do not expect them to do much else. It's clear that any further hawkish action, such as guidance towards higher rates, is not on the agenda at the ECB, given the lack of underlying inflationary pressures within the Eurozone compared to the US, for example.
0: I guess what's interesting is that although the Fed seems to have turned more hawkish, interest rates have actually fallen. Why do you think that is?
1: That's a good question, Bernard, and I think it's really been due to a range of factors coming together. Firstly, in terms of sentiment around growth, there's been some uncertainty around the trajectory from here, given that we're past the initial and smooth V-shaped part of the recovery on the reopening, and as the spread of the Delta variant raises some questions here as well. This has taken some momentum out of the so-called reflation trades. From a technical perspective, the market was positioned short rates, especially at the long end, holding a steepening bias. But the curve has really struggled to steepen since the last Fed meeting when the dots moved in a hawkish direction and has since led to a closing of these steepening positions, which has also supported rates. But with the market pricing for the Fed now similar to the Fed's own dot plot, we see limited downside from current levels for interest rates, especially at the front end, given this pricing.
0: And so if you're comfortable with central banks, what are the major risks you see for the remainder of this year?
1: So one of the main risks that has resurfaced lately has been COVID, with fears that a more infectious and deadly variant could pause the reopening process. However, we do take some confidence from the experience in the UK, well, although the delta variant has led to accelerating cases, hospitalizations and mortality data has been much more encouraging, and it indicates that the vaccine is preventing severe illness from this variant, which should result in the macro impact being limited. The other risk being watched has been the possibility that transitory inflation becomes something more persistent and aggressive in nature. However, if anything, we see recent Fed communication as having actually reduced this risk. As the Fed has shown through its latest dot plot projections that it is sensitive to inflationary pressures, it will act to prevent higher inflation, despite their new average inflation targeting framework, and so they will not let inflation get out of hand.
0: Thank you very much, Mo, for your insights and for those listening to this podcast. If you'd like any further information, please do not hesitate to contact us or visit us on our website at ubb.com.